Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, Film Geeks, today's class is about Triangle of Sadness a somewhat surprise viewing. Let's talk about it. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of All Right, Let's Talk About It. I am your host, Savannah. I do film reviews and film industry commentary. And today we are talking about triangle of sadness so this movie came as a bit of a surprise to me so last time we were all together i told you that i wasn't quite sure what this week was going to look like i am seeing marlo tonight at five um today's february 14th happy valentine's day if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And the rest of the week was going to be, you know, we'll, we'll see when we get there because I live in the city of New Orleans and it's Mardi Gras season. For those who do not know, Mardi Gras is not just a day. It is an, an entire season. It starts January 6th and ends Mardi Gras day. This year, Mardi Gras day is uh, February 21st. Now, I live in a part of New Orleans where there are parades. I'm pretty much on a parade route. Basically, so driving anywhere is going to be very difficult. Where I live um, is not quite where the parade will be. However, this will be where I live is pretty much where traffic stops too. So you don't where everything detours. So the this is as far as the streetcars will go. This is as far as the buses will go. They're not going to be able to go down St. Charles into downtown at all. Starting Friday evening, Thursday evening, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday parades all day yeah it's not just one big parade whatever it was you saw on tv it is multiple parades for two months and it's a lot of fun i absolutely enjoy it this is my favorite time of the year and but living where i live it makes driving very difficult so i wasn't exactly sure what these next few days i don't know what these next few days are going to look like however i completely forgot that i got a ticket to see triangle of sadness two days ago on sunday I have AMC A-List, which allows you to reserve up to three movies for free. It's 20 bucks a month. If you see movies at least once a week, I think it's worth the investment if you have an AMC in your area. Um, it's going to pay for itself within two weeks. Um, totally worth the investment. So I completely forgot. Whenever I'm keeping an eye on Best Picture nominees and any other Oscar-nominated nom- films as they're being released, because a lot of them are going to re-release. I'm sorry, a lot of them are going to re-release before March 12th when the ceremony happens. And I'm trying to watch as many as I can. So I just happened to see Triangle of Sadness is playing my area. And I got a ticket real quick and forget, forgot, for completely forgot about it. But thank God, when I buy a ticket, it shows up on my calendar. And my calendar is actually on my lock screen. So that's how I saw it, driving around Sunday. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm going to the movies tonight. Yippee. So, yeah, that's what happened. So I went to see this Sunday and I'm going to tell you right now, one, there will be spoilers. Two, this is not going to be a very long episode. I don't have a lot to say about this one. Um, Yeah, we're going to keep this relatively short because I really don't have a whole lot to say about this one. So this is Triangle of Sadness directed by Ruben Ustland. I'm probably mispronouncing his name. He is a Swedish director, stars Harris Dickinson, Charles B. Dean, Dolly De Leon, Woody Harrelson. This, this movie, um, so it's nominated for three Academy Awards, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay. Okay, where to even begin? So you have a movie, this movie centers around Carl and his girlfriend, Yaya. They're both models and Yaya is also an influencer. And 
this is all this movie is all about inequities and not being equal. We start off with Carl and Yaya kind of at dinner. Well, it's about five minutes in. They're at dinner, and Yaya says, "Thanks, babe, for the dinner," and you know, insinuating that he's going to pay, going to pay. And he gets a little upset about it, and he keeps trying to tell her it's not about the money. It's you know, last night you said you would pay, you you take care of it. Now you're expecting me to do it, and she's not understanding. She thinks it's about money. She thinks this is about the fact that as a male model. He makes less, not just as a male model, but also as an influencer, because she's an influencer, um, that she, you know, he thinks this is about, she thinks this is about her, uh, speak Savannah. She thinks this is about the fact that he makes less money than she does. And she seems to think maybe he's worried that he can't afford it. And he's like, no, that's not what it's about. He is upset because he feels one, like he feels like he's being kind of used. And two, he feels like he's not equal. He just wants to be equal. And he says that, but she's still not just, she's still not understanding it. He wants to be an equal partner in their relationship. And he doesn't feel like an equal partner. I think in a way he feels somewhat emasculated and he feels less than. So that's our introduction into the theme of this movie, inequities. They end up on a yacht cruise, uh, a trip that they actually won. Well, she won because she's an influencer. And they're surrounded by all these other rich individuals on this yacht you know, kind of a pleasure cruise, if you will, and the help. So you have your waiters, waitresses, people who tend to them, people who clean things, uh, the maid staff. And normally in movies like this, where, you know, it's all about a yacht cruise, the rich and famous, the people who are the help often fade into the background, but that's not what's happening here. They are very much a part of the story. If anything, they're actually driving this part of the story. The story is broken into three parts. And this middle part, which is the yacht, the the story is driven by the help. They are driving the story, even though our leads are these two models. There was just some interesting things. Okay, now it's all starting to make sense. Now, before I started this podcast, because I was going to record yesterday, um, didn't record because I was like, I still don't know how I, how I feel. I'm starting. It's starting to make sense to me now why this was nominated. Because before, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. What 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 was it about this that was worth a vote? I'm getting it now. So this movie is broken into three parts. You have uh, Carl and Yaya. I forget what part one is called. The yacht and then the island. And in each part, the focus and the perspective shifts. And we're getting we're getting the same story, but we're getting three slightly different perspectives of the story. And but it's interesting how the theme remains the same yet it's broken into three parts and we're getting these the same theme the same message is very consistent yet from three separate perspectives we start with Carl's perspective of being unequal we start with the help's perspective of being unequal and then we get this kind of collective perspective of inequality when they're stranded on an island after their yacht is attacked by a pirate and now they have nothing they have nothing. They're begging one another for food, sleeping with one another for food and trying to figure out how to fish and how to cook octopus. And now it's the help that's in charge and the rich and famous individuals have to do everything they say in order to survive. So we have these multiple perspectives on this one issue, yet a very consistent message. OK, it makes sense to me now why this is nominated. It's those little details. Now, when I was watching this afterwards, the first thing that popped into my head was Babylon. I enjoyed Babylon very much. The movie's a mess. 
The movie's a hot mess. But when you break down the individual pieces of said film, it's brilliant and it's beautiful. And that's kind of what's happening here. To me, the movie as a whole was just a mess. I get what he was trying to do. I got the message loud and clear. He wasn't subtle about it. I mean, his whole thing was, you know, subtleties for the birds. I'm just going to throw this in your face. Okay. And if you miss it, that's your problem. So it's not very subtle at all, but I just felt like the the picture as a whole was just a, a, a mess, but the individual pieces were beautiful. The acting is great. I thought the camera work in this was very interesting. We get to the captain's dinner in the middle in the yacht portion. And this is one of the first times we really see Woody Harrelson. The movie was pretty dry for me up until we got to Woody Harrelson. That's when it started to pick up. That's when the life of the movie kind of entered the room because it's Woody Harrelson and he's hilarious and he's wonderful and we love him. And we have these, this camera work because it's the captain's dinner. It's the biggest dinner of their cruise and it's a rough day at sea. So the boat is swaying back and forth and up and down. And, you know, we could easily just get little shots of people kind of swaying with the boat. No, this man goes to the extreme. So the boat, when the boat leans to the right, everything is leaning to the left to keep balance. Everything, the people, uh, the food, the light fixtures, everything is moving together. And it's like, none of it matters. We're all the same here. We're all in rough seas and we all have to figure out a way to keep balance. And yet they're eating all this fancy food and damn near everyone on the boat gets seasick and there's projectile vomiting, you know, overflowing toilets. It's a hot, nasty mess. And there it's it's hilarious to me that was the normally excrement in that way just doesn't do it for me but that was hilarious and that to me was the heart of the film and then we get to the island portion and it got a little bit dry again for me the movie ran way too long it's about two hours and 25 minutes I felt like it could have ended maybe 30 minutes to an hour before it did um it just dragged a little bit for me after because the the peak was that yacht scene on that dinner on the yacht after that, it just kind of fell flat and it was boring and it was it was kind of stupid and overdrawn and just, you know, it, I was kind of done and I was kind of waiting for it to end. But the nominations are starting to make sense. The Best Picture one is a little weird. Well, here's the thing about Best Picture and Best Picture is voted on the entire Academy, whereas Best Director is voted by directors, you know. In original screenplay is voted by writers. And so I can see where, you know, directors would see kind of the beauty and the gold in this piece because of the nuanced way in which he chose to cho chose to tell the story by breaking it into three parts, giving us three different perspectives and yet keeping the message consistent, even though it's a complete mess, but that's aside the point. And that also plays into the screenplay because he, he shot it the way he wrote it. The writer and director are the same, but as a, as a whole, I'm just trying to figure out how this movie as a whole, as a whole, how this ended up in somebody's top 10. I'm, I'm just very curious. I think this movie makes a great case for the Academy going from 10 Best Picture nominees back to five, making it a more competitive category because it's not competitive anymore. When you have that many nominees, um, it's no longer competitive. You're kind of, once you have your top five great ones, everything else is kind of filler. It's just what just happened to make the cut. That's just my opinion. Everyone, I'm sure there's somebody who's wondering, well, where did the that 10 come from? It used to be five. Well, 
back in 2009, a lot of people complained about The Dark Knight not getting nominated for Best Picture. So in response, the Academy decided to extend that category from five nominees to 10. And they've been back and forth with it over the years. Um, at one point, they were kind of sticking to a percentage where if you got like top five, you got 5% of the votes or somewhere around there, you made it as a nominee. But now they're just sticking to the top 10. That's where they're at. And yeah, I think they should just go back to five, go back to what they were originally doing because movies like this end up being nominated when I don't think this is worthy of a nomination of any kind for best picture. Best director, yeah, I'm not going to argue with that one. Best original screenplay, sure, sure. Best picture, I'm not so sure. I'm not convinced. So that's really... I'm not even sure what else to say about that's it. That's all I've got to say about this one. It's just, it's, it's, it's incredibly simple and, but it's also kind of dry and a little boring and it it doesn't really give you much, but it's funny. It's definitely humorous and it's got that kind of dark, almost European kind of humor It's just, it's, I think this is very similar to Infinity Pool in that it is geared towards a very specific audience. I think this is more for the art house crowd than your everyday average moviegoer. But this is definitely a movie that would appeal to Academy voters, people who are within the industry, who are surrounded by this type of content all the time. But yeah, that, that, those are my thoughts on Triangle of Sadness. I don't think that was helpful. If it happens to come in your area, go see it and let me know what you think. Let, I want to hear your thoughts. This just didn't really do it for me. Um, I, I'm not saying it's not bad. It's not bad. I just I, I don't think I was a target audience, which I, I find to be very unfortunate. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to that chaotic review of Triangle of Sadness. Really, that's all I've got. Um, I'll probably have to end up watching this a second time. And if I ever get an opportunity to watch this a second time, I promise you for a follow-up review. Because, yeah, that, that was a mess of a movie and it felt like a mess of a review, but it's the best I've got. So, what is coming up? Marlo. I am seeing that tonight which means you'll probably be getting these two reviews around the same time. Triangle of Sadness is going to post Wednesday at noon. And depending on when I'm able to finish recording Marlo, um, it'll either be Wednesday at noon or Friday at noon. It all depends. This week is a little chaotic. So it really depends on what happens at the end of the week. Because while it is Mardi Gras season, parades are scheduled, it is supposed to storm really bad on Thursday and Friday here in the city. And storms can go one of two ways in the city. They can either be completely mild and normal. Just, you know, a normal storm here is probably a not good storm anywhere else. We're just used to it. And then you have something that's really, really bad where it might produce tornadoes. We've had quite a bit of that over the last couple of months. 
So it, it all depends. If it's a stormy day and they cancel the parades, I'm going to the movies. I know you just heard me say, oh, it might be a really bad storm. Like, I don't care. I can drive in it. It's not that big of a deal. I'm going to the movies um, Thursday night and I'm going to see Emily if the weather is that bad. If not, you get two reviews this week and it's going to be wonderful. And then next week, I will see Emily at some point. Hopefully it's still in theaters. And I'm also going to see Jesus Revolution, which comes out on the 24th. So I'll be able to see it on the 23rd. Definitely looking forward to that one. And then we get into March movies. So Creed 3 at some point, Scream. It's going to be interesting. I still need to see the second Creed, but I definitely want to watch Creed 3 for this podcast. I feel like it'd be a great movie to talk about, um, especially because it's Michael B. Jordan directing. So looking forward to that. Uh, let me know what you thought of Triangle Sadness. If you saw it, if you plan on seeing it, I want to hear your thoughts. Find a comment section either on Instagram or YouTube. And I will see you for Marlo. Want to advertise on this podcast? Check the episode description to see how you can be featured on the next episode. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.